Welcome to Rob Mercy Podcast. As we near the end of 2023, I'm reminded of how contrasting this time of year can be for those around the world. It could be a time of celebration or even a time of sorrow, uh, especially during these holidays, we kind of gather with family. Sometimes some chairs are um, empty, you know, especially now as we're moving past COVID, you know, still lingers, but as we reminded of those who are not there also. Um, our stories also can provide an understanding and also a healing for it, how we reframe and how we decide to make that decision to move forward. Last month, we discussed how uh, the difference between building a home and a house, and it's just a verbiage, but it also reminds me as we go into these stories and um, and 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 thinking and finding ways to find hope, I also reminded of those who are struggling during this time of year. Um, I want to say this before, and uh, a lot of times I. I want to stress this a little bit more. Those who are in crisis, I do encourage you, whether in the States or elsewhere around the world, find what I don't like reinventing wheel, but in the United States, we have 988. This is um, suicide lifeline. But whatever resource, if you go to church or you have some some activity, some, some group, the three words that I want people to actually ask is, I need help. As adults, it's kind of hard for us at times, but whatever environment you're in, not to reinvent the wheel, those are the ones that I would encourage you to reinforce and to kind of seek out, you know, if you are seeking help. Today, we have a returning guest. Her name is Sarah M. Thank you so much for coming back and sharing your insight, you know, your story last year was so powerful, but I, I'm just so glad, especially this time of year is kind of hard for some. So thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me back, Robert. No, no problem. I, you know, I, a lot of times reminded that people have said things a lot better than I have. And I, I'd like to start off with a quote so we can kind of talk about uh, this time of year and also just when we talk about our stories and the direction we're going. I used this quote last month, but I do, I, I find it very compelling. It's from George Moore. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts. A man travels the world over in search of what he needs and returns home to find it. What comes to mind when you hear this quote, Sarah, am any, any, any um, insight, anything that um, when you hear this quote, anything pop up in your mind? Uh, well, Sometimes we we don't know we don't know what is out there until we we go out and really look for it and and most of the time what we have is a blessing we we have so many blessings that we have it with us but we didn't recognize it yeah so we always think that oh out there is better and and more beautiful and more. Uh, uh, happier and so on, but actually, we we forget that God bless us with what we have right now. We better love it, better appreciate, and uh, be grateful for what we have. You mentioned grateful. You know, it's it's, it's, it's gratitude can be very healing. Re reminder of not what we lack, but what we have. 
I always kind of, you know, I could go to a beautiful island, Sarah, and I could be miserable. If I'm miserable here, uh, eventually I'll be miserable there. So it's kind of, sometimes we search elsewhere. Sometimes, uh, I guess, the hardest conversations are the ones from within. Conversations we have with ourselves. Yes, yes. What we have inside of us is, it's what it come out. Because sometimes we think that we are okay, but if it's inside, it's not okay. It eventually it will come out. So. Yeah, you bring up a good point with that because a lot of times we look externally, and generally speaking, we could generalize our situation, our story, what's going on, but it doesn't work well because we're different we come from different backgrounds different understanding different ideas of what success is to us um and like i said you you came last year and you shared such a compelling story i'm not um i just want to ask you when it comes to the element of understanding one story what has helped you keep moving forward you know keep saying i want to i want to be better i want to I want to not just improve myself, but I want this, just, you know, you mentioned gratitude. What other elements has helped you move forward? What elements did not help you in regards to your story um, or anything else? Anything you want to share, Sarah? Besides gratitude, what else is, um, I found myself that if I have a purpose, that mm-hmm. I I try to achieve a certain purpose that is worthy, a worthy a, a noble purpose. It kind of draw me keep moving forward toward that purpose. Yes. So, yeah, so, I feel like yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So having that purpose is very very healing and mm-hmm. it's very motivating. Yeah, and. Um, Purpose is so important, you know, I, I do, I'm not, you know, I know that people do struggle and can get complacent and maybe may appear, quote unquote, we use the word lazy, you know, that kind of word, but I don't feel if someone has purpose, lazy kind of dissipates. <laughs> you get someone on a direction where they're, they feel they can do something. Um, so I think inherently sometimes um, we can get complacent, we can blame either ourselves too much another word you said you mentioned gratitude but another thing that i found helpful is forgiveness giving ourselves giving those who've harmed us those are components at least from even remember my story just has helped move forward anything else you want to add sarah forgiveness that's very important and another thing is to be kind be kind to ourselves be Mm -hmm. kind to other people yeah, you know, I, I kind of, it's kind of, just such, everything's so busy now. I, I can imagine, like, I asked someone, how are they doing? They don't say okay anymore. They said, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> There's no longer okay. It's now, I'm busy. And I feel being kinder to yourself. You know, you won't, um, I kind of use this illustration lately, and I feel it's, it's, it has helped me, especially those hard, long days is, if you're an NBA player, if you're a basketball player, if everything is about to win the NBA championship and nothing else, then sometimes if that's the case, you may have a lot of pressure. You might end up hating basketball <laughs> because the fact of the matter is it's always this one 
accolade that you want to get. But however, when you actually start practicing and understanding some of your weak points and things you're strong at, you begin to just enjoy even the discomfort. And that's where I feel that kind of middle ground is where sometimes I find the most growth, you know. It's not all going to be easy. It's just finding like the day-to-day, the in-betweens, the big milestones, I guess, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's why I said be kind because sometimes you fail mm-hmm. and you have to forgive yourself and you be kind to yourself because, you know, we all make mistakes. So I, we have to recognize that we are human. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I feel uh, a lot of times um, humor has a lot of insight, a lot of wisdom to it because um, I feel as humans, we're exceptional and unimpressive at the same time. We could be both at any uh, time, but it is honestly being kinder to yourself. We can't do be awesome at everything. It's not realistic, but at the same time, um, just because I'm not able to do these things or all these things as well doesn't mean that my value dissipates. It's kind of understanding oneself and what and getting to whatever that place may be i think one one thing about this whole conversation when it comes to our stories is connections you know you can't have a story and not connect with other a lot of times stories are said or mentioned to share uh, i would imagine sometimes you know old um, like my parents or my grandparents will share a story to give insight maybe some lesson or something like that especially when you're to your children or however but i think connections is a big component um robin sharma said we live in a world where many of us have a lot of friends on facebook but yeah have lost human connection yeah i know facebook this seems a little bit dated because everyone has transitioned out of facebook somewhat but it still holds weight we could just supplement with social media or social network however you want to say but it is true we have so many friends we have these digital friends, and I feel sometimes it can be, um, it can, um, I guess, I, I guess when it comes to the story and connecting, some of the lessons we talk about forgiveness, gratitude, connection, that's where I kind of intersect. Yes. Because what do we do around this time of year? Whether you, you're faith based or not, it seems like we try to connect, you know, around the end mm-hmm. of the year, we try to be like, hey, how are you doing? You start calling family members that you never call because you're busy. You know, you yeah. um, use the word again, but you you try to connect. So what, what comes to mind when you hear this quote or any commentary or anything that you want to share when you think about how we connect today? Well, connection is very healing because, because people, human beings uh, cannot survive without any connection. That's that's not possible. That's why God created you to to be accompanied with <laughs> with Adam. Mm-hmm. So that's from way from the beginning. So we we need a human connection. That's that's how we um, we we try. We we can understand each other. You mentioned story. The, the story is what where we can find the connection between two people mm-hmm. it's because 
uh, sometimes just connect on Facebook, on all social, any kind of social media. We don't really know the person. That's no. why. That's why it's not the same as as the in person, face to face connection. Because when we are face to face connect connected, we can look at each other, look at their eye, look at their facial expression and then hear their story you can put it all together that's what we can draw to each other we can find something in common yeah and you know you could go even further that like in the idea of when the baby's born a lot of it is about touch you know they need to be held yeah and you know as, as as they grow and, and there has been a lot of studies about um there's about this healing touch like holding the parents mm-hmm. always being and taking the time to hold their child and just and i find that you know whether you're an introvert or not if you like to have your alone time it's something that you know when it comes to connection it, it is we're not islands i know that's very cliche and we say this a lot but uh, i think robin williams and i didn't put it in here uh, but i I, I used him a lot because he was a comedian. He was on TV all the time. People knew him. He seemed like the happiest person <laughs> out there. But uh, um, he he passed away from suicide a couple, oh, six years ago. And one of the quotes that kind of haunts me is like he says, I thought the hardest thing in life is, I'm paraphrasing, is to be alone. He said, the hardest thing in life to be around people who make me feel alone. So... It's not the quantity of people. Sometimes it's the quality. And sometimes um, I, I feel that with connections, sometimes we could be deceived. I just need to be around so many people. It doesn't mean if you're not having that connection. You could be around one person. You don't need... The number doesn't matter. It's, I guess, the quality. And I feel of a person... Um, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? And then we're gonna. I want to transition to also talk a little bit about what's going on with you and an update on you. So yeah. to wrap up connection and what I mentioned with Robin Williams, what are your thoughts? Anything you want to add or say? Well, you you said it, a connection. Sometimes you feel you are among many people, mm-hmm. but you feel so lonely. You feel so alone. That. Yeah because we we lose connection we we cannot connect with other or other cannot connect with us so uh, that's that's very dangerous so we have to learn <laughs> i myself have to learn to listen to other people what is in their mind what are they concerned about what they worry about so when we care for each other that's what made the relationship, made the connection stronger, mm-hmm. more understanding. Because people need people's need is care for, being cared for, being listened to, being valued. So when when we value each other enough, we want to know what's going on in their life. Yeah, you know, it's 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 just being kinder you know you mentioned kindness it's it's you know when you think about that statement you know i'll be around a lot of people but not feel 
uh, and but I feel more alone. And there's that element of that, but like you said, it's I think it starts um, a lot of times with how we are and how we're kind to others. It's 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 funny we could be at a restaurant uh, around this time. It's really busy. People go out and they eat, mm-hmm. and um, you know I feel I feel sorry for those waiters and waitresses are new and they maybe get like they get overwhelmed that they get one of the uh i guess one of the meals wrong and i try to hold myself and even though maybe we're waiting whatever i say i'll try to be kind you know the, the fact that matters i don't know what the person went through is it gonna affect me i just you know you could still be kind and say hey this is not what i ordered and get, get it get it back you know but at the same time if we're that we put everything that we felt that week and say, you know what? I'm going to throw it out at you because you made my dinner a little bit longer. I think uh, at the same time, that kindness, human kindness can actually help when, we, when we're thinking about our neighbor, our community, and especially this time of year, I just encourage that. I want to give you, I want to switch gears and kind of talk about, um, give an opportunity, you know, obviously for new guests, but also returning to share what, what's been going on any updates um i know last time you shared a very compelling story that you know it was just it was inspiring just how you persevered at the end um if you if you don't mind could you just share a little bit of just the setting not the whole story but just what happened and where you are today and then a little bit about any updates of what's going on with you now. That's okay. Sure. Yeah, just just briefly in case we have new listener yes. that did not know my story. I uh, I just uh, review quick quickly that I grew up in Cambodia mm-hmm. and uh, in uh, 1975 I was uh, I went away from home to attend college in the capital city. That's in that's when the communist Khmer Rouge took over the country, mm-hmm. and I was separated from my family. Without I, I tried desperately to find a way to reconnect with my family, but I can't because they shut down everything. Um, including the bus line and the airplane. So I got no connection with my family. That was very painful. When mm-hmm. when when you are going through hard time, anything bad happened to us, we want to be close to the people that we love. Yeah. And in my case, uh, it's not possible for me to find my family. So I struggled through the, the change of the, the, the regime the war i was held captive in the forced labor camp and forced to work extremely hard and receive very little food and no time to rest and work 16 hours a day seven Mm -hmm. days a week without rest time and got very little sleep so i end up getting very sick yeah and when I got too sick to work, they sent me to a, an infirmary mm-hmm. waiting to die. Yeah. But I was not about to give up. I, I was fighting to survive because 
I have a purpose. I talk about purpose. My purpose is to go back home to find my family. So with that purpose, I was trying different things. So I escaped out of the infirmary. But thank goodness, I was I was fortunate that God probably answered my prayer. Yeah. He sent me to to have a little job in the kitchen to help out in the kitchen. So that's how I survived my very first attempt to escape. Yeah, I just remember you telling me just just how bleak the situation was. People were really sick at the infirmary, and you just felt like this is it, and you made that choice to leave, no, no, not knowing if any what was going to happen and. You were lucky enough, and I would say, faith ways God was there, and you you were giving. Yeah, you were still had to work, but you were able, you know, be able to find a way to survive, and yeah. here we are today. And um, um, now, a year later after you told that story on this podcast, what have been, what has changed? Anything you want to share? Any updates? Yes, a little more update. I, but the last time we talked, it was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> now, now thing is getting better, and people are going out and have more, more in-person activities. So, um, I start to to organize event, in-person event, mm-hmm. uh, wellness events health fair and all that and also i add another component to my service is to provide a, a coaching service for people that you know sometimes people read the book and they get inspired mm-hmm. and sometimes they listen to my talk they get inspired but sometimes either they after reading after listening they still need extra help because mm-hmm because their wound is too deep and need more help so that's why i decided to add another service that means coaching i'm willing to coach one-on-one to um, help out so that's that's new (laughs) that's new and uh, (laughs) i think it's wonderful you know the the, you know uh all the information will be in the notes those who are listening but you know the idea is service you're serving, you know, you're doing, you're helping those, like you mentioned, you know, some people are different learners. That's very mm-hmm. true. Um, uh, some people are just need to read it and they get it. Sometimes they want to hear it and they get it. But sometimes you need a little more. I remember in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned, uh, find that environment, find that resource, find that help. Mm-hmm. And um, as adults, we're bad at asking those three words. I need help, but you know, if you do need help and you need coaching, I would encourage you to check out what Sarah M is doing. Okay, those who are listening and those who um, may need that service. I want to kind of switch gears and thank you so much for again sharing a little bit again of your story. Um, what um, you know, a lot of times you know. You know, you mentioned a lot that kind of answers some of this, but I, I want to ask you as we, um, again, anyway, but what has helped you stay connected to your story? Because, you know, 19, 
75. That's a long time ago for some. You know, a lot of times we can't, we're bad rememberers of what, you know, sometimes like an inspiring story in someone's life that changed them sometimes kind of dissipates if it's not remembered or kind of appreciated. What has helped you stay connected to your story? And then what has inspired you in the way that you're doing right now to help others as you are right now? Well, what helped me to stay connected with to my story is the the life lesson that I learned. Mm. I, I learned a lot during my struggle time. The adversity, you know, sometimes you learn because we, we, we don't learn too much when we are happy and, and, and <laughs> joyful. And it, you, you're just happy, you just enjoy it. You don't, yeah. <laughs> but, but when you, uh, you are in adversity and being painful and you really try to survive, try to get out of the painful situation, that's how you learn. So for me, it, it's the reminder that I have been there. So the pandemic here, it reminds me, oh, I have been in captivity for four years. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I always try to reconnect the current situation to my story. Mm-hmm. And it's inspired me, encouraged me to, to, to know that God was with me mm-hmm. throughout this this journey god was there in every corner i i look around i look back and i say god must be there because i could not it could not happen without help yeah oh. and like uh, you know staying connected to oneself and like i mentioned in the beginning um remember your story you know remember your context you know i i feel becomes more becomes more of a deeper um, deeper connection uh, a lot of times um, you know even though th- this podcast is not does not this this focus is not on proselytizing but it is you know I'm faith-based but what I do like about uh, at least what revised ministries I'm trying to do is continue the conversation one thing I one thing that I was you know uh, that is clear is some of these conversations are not not comfortable and i feel that's okay <laughs> these conversations are, are you know they're they're not supposed to be comfortable at times i remember you mentioned gratitude in the beginning i remember this older lady in church when i was um she said people are either blessings or lessons in life they're their blessings or lessons in life and you know, it's also so complicated. Going back to the Robin Williams quote, um, that, well, well, I paraphrase was um, in a church setting, being a leader, I noticed that someone could like be like be in remission for cancer. You know, everyone's praising God for that. But one thing I noticed about human beings is, if we're not careful, amongst that whole congregation, someone else could have lost someone from cancer. Mm-hmm. So it's a difficult situation. If someone's good news can be someone's bad news but at the same time stay connected you know and like you mentioned purpose forgiveness forgive yourself be kind you know, a lot of times we have whole resentment because someone else's good news or whatnot uh, you know i feel 
when we're able to forgive ourselves, forgive others, be kinder to ourselves, those are those are good traits to start with and kind of heal with. Um, kind of, kind of build on what you're saying, but also nobody can teach me who I am. <laughs> you can describe parts of me, but who I am and what I need is something I have to find out myself. I think uh, I, I encourage those who are listening um, to find out who you are. <laughs> in a weird way you know a lot of times we don't take the time because we're too busy i think the inner the smaller talks we have in ourselves lead up to the bigger talks you know we got such small and it's not always these big huge steps but it's the steps that are needed i want to ask you as kind of wrap up what would you want people to be reminded of this december i know it's the holidays for most it's also a time for connecting regarding finding hope in our stories but also what would you like to be reminded when they, you know a lot of times it's kind of a contrasting kind of time of year some people like when i was little i'll tell you this sarah when i was little i i lived up north so there was snow all the time I'm, i see my father and he's kind of like not a happy face i'm like why is he not happy well because i'm out of school <laughs> i'm playing in the snow and he's shoveling stuff so obviously i didn't know at the time but what would you know uh, making a little a little like but in the regards to contrast is that some of this time is wonderful time people get to come together finally you know at the end of the year families get together but at the same time there is also people it can be contrasting, especially older individuals who notice certain people are not around the table anymore. We lost a lot of people during COVID. We lost a lot of people in general because that's just how life happens. So what would you like people to be reminded in December when we're trying to find hope in our stories, wherever mm-hmm. they are, and any final thoughts you want to mention? Yeah, for, for me, um, I would say that uh, December is the time of reflection reflection throughout the year what was what was good what was not so good but I am um, tend to be more optimistic but uh, I would recommend that try to find goodness in any situation if you have a bumper during, during the, this year something that that you didn't like about but find something that is good about it whatever situation you you can look from one one point of view but if you turn around and look from another point of view you will see goodness in it you will find goodness yeah yeah and um i i would also like to piggyback on the idea that you know when you are struggling and you know everyone has their story I would say just try to control what you can. If you're having a bad day, if you're, if you're struggling out there, and all you can do is go out for a walk and go back to bed because you're really sick or you're not feeling very well, do that. But I just encourage those who are listening, if you get to the point where it's overwhelming, get help. It's okay. Yeah. Just get help. Yeah. And, um, you know, this time of year, mm-hmm. there's no shame in getting help. You know, a lot of times we're like, oh, well, I shouldn't be here. Don't listen about the shouldn'ts. Those are general statements. (laughs) You're at where you're at, and that's where we're dealing with. So I just encourage those, you know, 
be kinder to yourself. Not just be kinder to those around you and do encourage that, but be kinder to yourself. You're where you're at. You know, it's not going to be this big step. Maybe the biggest step you can do is just say that you need help. Mm-hmm. Start from there. So I, want, I just want to say, and thank you so much for just coming on and sharing uh, with us today. Uh, any final things you want to share before we end? I'm gonna, like I said to those who are listening, all the notes on Sarah M and what she is doing will be in the notes, so do check it out. Any final thoughts as we wrap up? Final thought is this: um, try to find love, find people that love you and that uh, that appreciate you. So those those are the people that you want to have around you at all times when you are down you hold on to that person the the person that support you no matter what they love you because because they love you they yeah. they, they support you <laughs> yes I, I agree be be careful well, not careful choose love when you choose the ones around you and i just i totally agree and i feel um we're not going to all see eye to eye, but let's have an understanding heart and be kinder to each other. Yes. Thank you again, Sarah, for being on. As I want to share with those who are listening, go to ReviveMinistriesFL.com, find out more. All the links are there. This is goodbye from Revive Ministry Podcast, leaving with the last quote. It's from Mar- Dr. Martha Luther King Jr. He says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, have to keep moving forward.